What's up, After Buzzers? We are back for Quantico episode two, Fear and Flesh. And believe me, I was scared out of my mind this entire episode. Stay tuned to find out why. You're tuning into the destination for TV super fan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. Okay, wait. Very spy It's like you're behind a corner like this, you know? Right. Can we just have this moment every time the show's about to start? Let me just the, the lips and leather. Oh my gosh, do you guys see us coordinating tonight? It works you know. so well. Yeah, it is super <laughs> cute. I love all the different colors of lip as well. Yeah. We are Alex Parrish inspired, in case yes, you're wondering. Exactly. <laughs> we we felt like we would channel Alex for the rest of the episode. So I hope you guys like the lips and leather. Um, what's up, guys? Thanks so much for joining us for episode two. My name is Candace Cruz, and I'm joined by all my lovely other ladies with the bold lips. Hey, hey, Elena here in the red lip. Hey, guys, Ashley Allen here in the kind of burgundy reddish It's look. super cute. Mm -hmm. It Thanks, is. Girl. Thanks. And it's your girl, Christine Bean, over here rocking the red lip, just like my girl, Elena. Because we're twins today. Yeah. What is mine? Ro it's rose. like a dusty rose. Yeah. yeah. That's perfect, actually. That's dusty nice rose. rose. Really good. Yeah. I'll take it. I'll take it. Well, guys, <laughs> this episode... Had me all riled up. Oh, yeah. And I feel like we had mentioned last week that they had talked about trying to keep a lot of the episodes really news and current and influenced. Mm -hmm. And I think that's what got me all scared out of my mind. <laughs> I tried to contain it a lot. Yeah. Um, but we introduced a lot of new characters. Yeah. A lot of new people to the team, the Black Ops team. And then um, we also introduced a couple of really cute characters mm -hmm. that I just really loved. I love me some Gracie. Um, but there was a lot of... Um, challenging topics in yeah. this episode. Very so, much. Yeah. It started off immediately. Yeah. Like, I pointed it out, but I I don't think you guys knew what I was talking about. They they don't listen to me when we're watching the episode. What? I try to, like... I had my headphones on. I yeah, was in. I was in there. <laughs> like, I try I to, like, on. be, like, you know, quiet, polite. I'm like... <laughs> and they, like, totally ignore me. So as soon as... <laughs> As soon as I saw the creepy guy, mm -hmm. um, his name starts with an L. Look, they said it one time when they were looking for him later in the episode. Mm -hmm. But as soon as I saw him sitting at the restaurant and mm -hmm. he was like looking around, yeah. I was like, this is going to be a attack based on race. Okay. I didn't catch on that actually. I didn't either. Then, okay, so that's what I'm talking about. Because then you guys were looking oh, at the yeah, screen, and I was like, "I said black people. They're all they're all black." And you were like, "Mm hmm." I was like, <laughs> I was like yes, yes, they are. Good yeah. job. Like, <laughs> not for the right reasons, though. <laughs> Seriously, I, was like, <laughs> I didn't catch it either. I didn't. I caught the the, the bioterrorism real quick. Yeah. yeah, I caught the whole sneaky white guy. I caught none of the other stuff no. at all. I didn't know how he was gonna do. I thought he might have put out a gun. Like that would have just been. But as unfortunately, when I did see that scene, I thought Charleston. Like what's oh. been happening, which is really sad. But what I also realized, and maybe this could be a talking point. Not sure. But I was also a little bit desensitized to it. Mm, like, yeah, I yeah. saw it, and I didn't immediately feel emotion. And that's why I kept looking at you, because you were feeling the emotion very raw. Mm -hmm. And I would look at you like, oh. Like, because you were like, ah, ooh. And I was like, so this is really something. Mm -hmm. yeah. So that made me kind of sad when I realized I was like a little... This is what's happening. But I feel like that's like a huge conversation to definitely delve Absolutely. into with this episode because outside of like it being a good, intense, high and low episode, I feel like there were a lot of topics that they really need to address. And yeah. I think they did a great way of doing it so that everybody can kind of have that reaction of why are they desensitized or why are they so 
riled up by it. You know what right. I mean? Mm-hmm. I think that's yeah. the scary thing about what's going to unfold this entire season mm-hmm. is the fact that a lot of these episodes, most of the episodes are going to be based off of either things that have happened in the past or things that are currently happening. So mm-hmm. it's really scary just to think that you could be out at a restaurant with your family and your friends and then, boom, you could be dead in 12 hours. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, that's scary to me. Yes, it's entertaining because it's a show, but... Of course. It's, it's what, scary. Yeah. What kind of freaked me out about that was how systemic it was, how mm. they planned this out over multiple cities. Yeah. Like a white nationalist uh, terrorist group you know, seeking out black people. Even, you know, later on the episode, which we'll get to how Ryan had to be initiated, was to go out and randomly mm. beat up a black person. Like, it's a targeted thing. And that that was what really resonated with me and yeah. in a very dark way. Like, it sucked. Yeah. I know we did this last um, episode, but just again, like, kudos to the writers mm-hmm. because yeah. what they're doing with this season already, we're, we're only on episode two. So what they've been doing and how they're incorporating all aspects, everyone, like even the newbies bring in something unique and different, whether we like it or not. Right. Um, Yeah. So I'm just really excited to see where are we going to be at the end of the season? Like what's going to happen? Yeah. Yeah. In the challenging topics of like um, the way that they're addressing it, but also the way that they approach it. Yeah. Yeah. Like I'm just in amazement. I'm sitting there like, how in the world do they think of some of this stuff? And I guess that's why they're part of the elite is that they understand this different level, but just the way that they target little bitty things, even with like last episode with the the color fragments, it just, they kicked up this show a whole notch and a half. What was your favorite part of the episode that they just caught something that was just like, oh my goodness, how'd you catch that? Well, I'll jump to the end then. We'll do like, we'll come back to all of it. But when they got the printout, yeah. yeah, and he took oh, a picture yeah. of that in the frame, and then the fact that they laid out all of the different flyers that they found, mm-hmm. and realized that it wasn't just symbols; it was coding and numbers. Yeah, and that you, if you lay it over a map, it ended up pinpointing the cities because of the the like graphics, mm-hmm. because of the positioning yeah. of the symbol. Yeah, that was crazy. Cool. Yeah, crazy. They did it super fast. Yeah, like yeah. in no, no time. Yeah. That's what that's what training gets you. Yeah, black ops. Maybe Ooh, I need to focus more. Hmm. I think because I mean, look at us. We started with the dramatic, the dramatic music. We're already kind of dressed like Alex. I I think we have a shot. Here. I can channel it. Hold on. Listen. Can, all we need to do is just sign up for Quant. We should totally have a Quantico go. training day. I literally oh said God. that at the end. I was like, I want to go to Quantico. I want to do all this. We guys. should totally have a a, a Quantico training training day. Speaking of, the newbies came to t- today. Yes. One hundred percent, and the newbies are um, interesting to say the least. <laughs> Jug deep and Celine Fox. I love Celine. I love Celine. Deep Celine's fire with dumb. her hair and with everything. I just, she's insane. I like. She's the, great. The thing I like about Celine was I like that they were able to introduce a new female character who yeah. wasn't like overtly bitchy or like this is my way how I you know like there's right. certain like types of female characters of that they bring in who would either clash with Alex or which that remains to be seen we don't know yet but it just mm-hmm. seems like she's smart she's capable and she's ready to help yeah. and I'm just loving all the strong female characters this season I appreciated that yeah yeah and that the the only conflict that they're having girl wise yeah. is the underlying one and it seems like Alex and Shelby are doing fine yeah, to be right honest, now, right now, because right they're now, still trying to be polite with each other. It's well, that that passive aggressive polite. Yeah, it's that like you can feel the air tension right there. 
Just a and little bit. And for the record, we got a lot of slack on yeah, uh, social we media did. last week. First of all, thank you to everyone who's listening to us live yes. True. or joining us. And we appreciate your feedback. And I definitely wanted to bring that up because we were called out for being very harsh on Shelby. And I just want to say <laughs> for the record, and, I, and I'll let you say something too, Elena. Like, does girl code not exist? Like, that's where my uh, frustration was coming from. We're not absolving Ryan from all blame. But right. I just felt like Shelby, knowing the situation, should yeah. have just excused herself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Agreed. Agree. Here's the thing. Ryan's going to get the flack tonight. And and it, I definitely was super hard on Shelby last week. And that's mostly because I put myself in Alex's position. Alex is not without fault in mm, the way that right. she treated Ryan. Yes. But right. when it comes to her friendship with Shelby... She did not disrespect Shelby. Mm-mm. She did not. She wasn't disloyal to Shelby. Shelby was that to her. Granted, she may have moved on. Granted, they didn't know if she was dead or alive, and it's been three years. That's still your best friend. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, and, and that's that's where that comes from. It's not a attack on her character or who she is. It's 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 the kind of friend that she is, which yeah. is yeah. very frustrating. And then for the writers to bring that up immediately this episode, that was the the first thing I wrote. Like when I was taking notes, was their friends because right. I mean. I True. love that they can be cool and cordial. They work together. Alex seems unfazed by it. Right. And even today, she's showing us that she respects their relationship, mm. which is beautiful. And it's very mature and it's very adult. But it also makes it harder on us as the viewers to slap Shelby on a wrist. Because it's like if your best friend could be okay, like, yeah. you know what I mean? Mm. Well, not only that, I feel like even though Alex is respecting and, and understanding their relationship and that they're married. But I don't feel like they have that same respect for Alex because mm-hmm. when you see them together in a group, they're huddled up and cuddled up and booed up in front of Alex. And I feel like they should have a little bit more respect for her knowing that she was the original woman. It's like, okay, you guys are married, but do you really have to be cuddled up and kissing in front of in front of her? I agree on that to an extent, but I also feel like We've seen another side of Ryan that I feel like he's overcompensating for something oh, here. Totally. And we spoke about that last week. We yeah. did, and I think he's trying to almost prove, not only to Alex, but he's trying to prove to himself. Yes. Right. Because I think, personally, and maybe this is getting too far into predictions or trying to be meta and realize what he's feeling, I feel like the reason why he went to Shelby is because it's the closest connection he ha- he could ever have to Alex. Yeah. Because he didn't know she was coming back. He didn't think she was coming back. He really thought she was gone. I get it, but No. And and then here's the thing. We all are going to have different perspective on it because we yeah. live different experiences. There mm-hmm. are some people in certain friend groups who may have dated a guy, and once that relationship has ended, their friends have open access to date that guy, and it's totally fine. Some people function that way, and right. that's okay. In my world, however, th- that's just not how I function. Mm-hmm. And and I don't, I don't think I should be beat up about that. I think I should be able to say, you know what, Shelby... I, I, I got a problem. Absolutely. Agreed. Yeah. Everybody is wrong in this situation. Everyone has their own faults in this situation. It's just... A perspective. Yeah. yeah. Viewpoint. Which sucks. Absolutely. It sucks. Well, talking about perspectives. Can I say one more thing about that? Yeah, go for it. Can we Take just... It. Can we talk... Can, okay. Are y'all not uncomfortable with the fact that the new... Um, animation for the show is Alex and Ryan, but uh, but Ryan is a full is in a full blown marriage. But we don't know if that's Ryan or not, though. Oh, true. Oh, I didn't even think about that. No, so oh, true. Alex 
always has a Yo, man. First of all, and then you guys look at her. That's true. You're right, but the animation has a circle face. That's right, but but yes, I'm here. I'm here for the if it's not Ryan because it's not the the, the square jawline we got at the end of the episode. Right. Oh, and I'm loving the mean, spring jawline. I'm just saying. Oh yeah, it's great. That, yeah. that shower with a fresh clean. Ooh. My goodness. Well, we got to okay. talk about him with the scruff first, but I think I want to hear a little bit more about some some other people up some in here too. People. Well, I mean, you guys are here at AfterBuzzTV.com, AfterBuzz YouTube, and of course, our very own Maria Menounos has something to share with you guys. You guys know what it is? I, 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 I think, think I do, so. yeah. but let, let, you just take it. It's her okay. very own podcast. Ooh. Come on! It's Conversations with Maria Menounos, podcast edition, which is hosted by AfterBuzz TV's founder, and it drops every Friday on iTunes. Conversations with Maria Menounos features celebrity and influencer in interviews, along with secret tips on how to be better in all aspects of life, from health and wellness to career relationships, finances, and more. Let our Maria be the big sister that you've always wanted. Go to iTunes and subscribe to Conversations with Maria Menounos. And guys, it's free. It's free. Be sure to rate, comment, and subscribe. And when you do, let Maria know that us Quantico ladies Quantico. So be sure to go ahead and check out Conversations with Maria Menounos. It's free. Podcast edition. Check it out, you And guys. if you're watching live right now, that means tomorrow, on Friday, yes. right, you'll be able to tune in for a whole new episode. Absolutely. And listen to it on your long drives, because if you're in L.A., I know you have long drives. <laughs> yes. Just saying. But back to Quantico, and I really am excited to kind of delve deep into this whole, like, situation with the fear in the flesh. So the whole concept of bioterrorism scares the living Oh my god. out of me. It's yeah. the thing that like, nightmares are made of, honestly. But the thing that bothers me so much is that it is such a reality and I really like the way that they approached bioterrorism from this perspective because I think so many times when we hear the word terrorist we automatically think people abroad mm-hmm. and yeah. things coming in mm-hmm. but yeah. what the real issue is is what's going on in our own soil and that Talk we completely overlook and I feel like a lot of these conversations that are happening in the forefront of America with what's happening with these different supremacist groups and different situations, which I like that they tied both of those in together, Mm -hmm. they're not calling it terrorism when that is exactly what it is. Yeah, It doesn't matter what racial group it is. If it is an organized group of people that are trying to impose terror on anyone, that is terrorism. Period. End of story. So the fact that they combined two of these things just like gave me chills. And kind of going back to the conversation that you had about watching that first opening scene where he's sitting there, it it brings up the question of why is it that we are desensitized to these type of images? I, I, okay, I want to clarify. Maybe I misspoke when I said desensitized. I am a little... Like, I'm a little less oblivious now. Okay. Like, I'm a yeah. lot more okay. aware. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and being more aware causes me to have less panic, yeah. if that makes okay. sense. So I'm still affected by it, mm-hmm. but because... I see it a lot more and it's happening a lot more and it's mm-hmm. and on social media and on the news because I I don't have that shell shock. So, right. okay. so yeah. That's, okay. yeah. that was maybe that's more yeah. of a better way to, of explaining it, which still sucks and yeah. shouldn't ex- and shouldn't happen. But I also think that it's it's creating it's creating this fear 
Mm-hmm. It's it's creating this fear within that almost if you are a person who either fights or flee, mm-hmm. you kind of have to decide what that's going to be when you are exposed to these kind of situations. Right. Yeah. And being exposed to this whole like bioterrorism and the way that it was going through, that's what scared me even more is the way that it's happening. Mm-hmm. Like that powder just came out of nowhere and the fact that it escalated and you you died within 12 hours it's such a rare strain of tb that was Mm -hmm. being housed in a mason jar almost like Mm -hmm. that's what threw me off it's it's seemingly uh just something innocuous but it's killing people at such a crazy rate and to be honest i was very alarmed at the fact that alex and deep were exposed to it and as well as um harry harry Harry. i was gonna say charlie for almost said henry Henry. (laughs) yeah harry I was like, when they started coughing, that's when I was reminded of how serious it was. It, yeah. it was all about, oh, get Gracie to a certain place, to the CDC, and get a cure, thinking about everyone else, but forgetting our central characters were also affected by it. And that yeah. raised the stakes for me. Of course. They made that decision. Remember when they were having the shootout, mm-hmm. yeah. and Deep was like, don't take her out, and Alex and Harry was like, F it. Yeah. Let's just yeah. do it. Side note, because I know that Ashley's about to move on. But let me tell you how deep we were in the episode. They were all coughing, and we saw the blood in Alex's hand. <laughs> and then Christine, while watching this exact scene, decides that this is the perfect time to start coughing. And I was like, I was like, Whoa, hold you, up, hold were on. you exposed? Or am I about Kathy to die? Here. I had the worst yeah. <laughs> little something she, in my she, throat, and it was just scared me. And <laughs> Ashley and I, <laughs> Ashley and I looked at you, and then uh, Candace totally missed it. So she was like, yeah. "What happened?" No. I, was, I was like this watching the episode, no. like, "Oh my god!" She got then, a quick side eye. <laughs> What's happening here? Oh, that was so funny. I forgot that I did that. Hey, oh, man. I forgot what I was going to oh, okay. Sorry. You were going to talk about them being exposed to TV and just still... Is that helping? That doesn't help. Does no. no, I think, I think what, I, what I was going to say is I kind of like the fact that they were exposed because, you know, as we see them throughout all these different episodes and they're fighting the crime and doing this and that, mm-hmm. I think this was kind of a reminder that at the, at the end of the day, they are human, mm-hmm. you know? Right. So I kind of liked that they actually did catch the virus. Because most of the time, yeah. they're so larger than life. Like, yeah. so heroic, yes. you know? Yeah. Like, they always know where to be, when to, you know, how to defeat whoever, yeah. and it's like, no, they can be affected, too. But yeah. what I do like is that I know it's a show, and I know Alex Parrish has to survive, of so course. I always have that sense of peace of, like, she's going to make it through. Yeah. She's not going to die. So I know something's going to be okay. <laughs> now, everybody else is up for game, but yeah. she's going to live. Yeah. But this whole new character, Jug Deep, though, coming into play with the whole shootout, he is in the wrong place at the wrong time. Oh not God. one time, not two times, but like five times in this See, whole episode. You had one job. Right? No and one. you just couldn't. He's that can't get right. He just couldn't mm. get it right. Mm-mm. He's the example of the guy that's book smart, but you can't rely on him for anything else. He doesn't really anything. seem like he has common sense. That's he's, really he's more of a liability to the team than yes. Jocelyn is and everyone's concerned about her signing and you know it's like well she can hold a gun she knows right. how to move yep. she can communicate Deep's like ah. that's like, like me standing here and you disappearing and me just acting like oh oh she, oh she's gone oh Gracie got shot and I mean I think at this point we just couldn't take it we couldn't take deep anymore. Yo, no. we were like, what? We were like, oh. what's happening? And so we're having this moment like, dude, you just are a mess. And it's Ashley it. blurts out, you had one job. <laughs> <laughs> you just had, and it's true. Like, he messed up so much, but here, here's what was frustrating. 
okay, you you let Grace uh, Gracie get away in the field, fine. Okay, she accidentally got shot because it's a lot going on, fine. But when you get into the, the animal shelter and it's time for you to do what you do, which is be the superhuman genius that you are, you act... This is not the most sanitary place. And then he starts, like, trying to wash his hands. And- but did you see Alex give him that hard stare? She did. When he was talking about the clamp, she was like, he's like, I'm yeah. out And then he's your- like, okay, just hand me something. Like, yeah, like, get it together. Do like, she's yes, a 12-year-old girl dying on the table here. Yeah. yeah. Like, like, I don't know how to raise the stakes any higher than exactly. right now. Is that you didn't take the bullet for her. Just saying. Exactly. And she needs to save everyone else's life. So do your job, get it together, and get the bullet out. He did it. Done. He, 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 he got did. it done. He did. He, he did. did. He survived. stopped the bleeding. So. But, I mean, talking about the relationship with Gracie and Alex, I really liked that she finally came to the moment of, like, no more lies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think sometimes we forget that these kids are so smart. That kids are just so receptive to everything. And some of the stuff she was spouting in the back of that car, I'm like, Whoa, girl, <laughs> yeah. you Okay. We're all right. We're grown. But She's she, grown. like, her telling her and automatically knowing, is that blood if I die? Yeah. That just was like a dagger to the heart. Yeah. Very perceptive. Yeah. Mm. But but also, I mean, y- yes, she's grown. And, y- and yes, it's like, oh, my gosh, you know so much. But truthfully, kid. kids that go through the system mm-hmm. um, who are in foster care oh. or who come from lower income communities, they have their experience. They're exposed to a lot more, yeah. so their experiences run a lot deeper. So when mm-hmm. you are trying to play games with them or or like they bend the it. truth, right. yeah. they know that and they call you out on it. So for Gracie, I wasn't surprised. Like even from when they dragged her yeah. off the bus, mm-hmm. oh yeah, she was like, "Someone got twenty million for being dragged off the bus." I'm yeah. like, "Yes, girl, get your she coins, knows. get your <laughs> coins, okay." But with Gracie, what was the most warming for me is that she had this personality that tugged at our hearts, mm-hmm. but then her and Alex had this relationship, mm-hmm. which was revealed to us was because of Isabella, mm-hmm. which I thought was a big moment for us because we see Alex having some type of fault. Like, her shouting out Isabella when looking for Gracie was a moment where you may need some kind of help or you're having, you just need therapy at this point. Mm-hmm. You're, yeah. you're having some kind of separation anxiety, maybe. And I think that's kind of what Harry did a little bit when he was talking through it. He was like, regular yeah. lives are for everybody else, Alex. And yeah. I think... I mean, that's so true in the way that this show is formatted, even with, like, the fact that Ryan had to go into this type of situation as well, like, kind of jumping over different characters, just because I know that we're running a little short on time, but Ryan having to go through this whole, like, initiation process as well. Oh, my God. Like, that was literally having to lay down your life, like, Alex giving up Isabella and Andrea, and then... Um, you know, Ryan having to go and, like, beat up Owen. Like, what sacrifices do you have to give yeah. to survive this job? It, it goes back to that conversation that Harry and uh, Alex were having that you mm-hmm. talked about. Because they're talking about family and uh, the concept of a peaceful life. But in the line of work that they do, that, that doesn't exist. exist. You can't have people that are important to you because they're now vulnerable. Mm-hmm. You, that's your weak spot to yeah. any threat that you encounter. Yeah. Now they can go be like, well, we have your daughter ransom mm-hmm. or whatever. So Alex, in truth, can't have that kind of future. Mm-mm. She just can't. And I think... She realized that through this mission and having Harry there to talk her through it, I think was really important because we're still really early in the season. Mm-hmm. And don't forget, Alex just left that life behind. So True. this is like still the growing pains yeah. of going back to this life and then, you know, being confronted with the Ryan Shelby, everything she has to go through. But she has to, I think, work through those emotions and let that go. Yeah. And she, it seems like she is now. And she, I think she's so used to always sweeping everything under the rug. Mm-hmm. But this is like mm-hmm. that one thing that you just can't 
pushed under the rug. If you notice this episode, Alex and Ryan kind of reacted the same way to something they were sensitive about because when uh, Alex said Isabella, and I think it was Shelby who kind of brought it up again, and she kind of brushed it off. And then when Ryan was looking for clues and stuff, and Shelby's like, how are you? And he's brushing it off too. Like, they don't want to talk about the things that they had to confront this episode. Mm. They They also don't... They don't talk about it with everyone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They were the people that they talked to these things about. Yes. Like, and now they can't. And now they can't. Exactly. They don't have that friendship anymore, which may be the only thing that drives them close together, which is dangerous territory. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What I can say, you guys were talking about um, Alex and being separated from her life. I did see her be relieved when she was talking to Gracie uh, toward the end of the episode mm-hmm. about... Um, how her friend found her this apartment so she might take into that. I saw like a bit of pleasure in her when she was saying that so you could really tell that she missed her friend. Mm-hmm. And I mean, what what I hope would happen is that the writers don't use this situation to make us dislike any of the characters in the love triangle, but almost that they would bring the women together and kind of make, make us just hate Ryan. No, just mm-hmm. joking. <laughs> <laughs> but in, in some way, not try to make this woman against woman. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. I, I would like that not to happen. I would like to be super surprised by that, but where's the drama? Exactly. True. <laughs> I mean, I appreciate that because, I mean, I, I forget about it sometimes that that's all we, a lot of what plot lines happen is yeah. that it's woman against woman. So, yeah, I'm hoping that it goes the opposite way, to be honest with you, too. Ugh. That would be super interesting. Can we talk about this fine, sexy man that came on our screen? Yes. Okay. He's the one new character we're going to talk about. McQuig. Is it McQuig? It's McQuig. McQuig. Mike McQuig. Mike McQuig. Which, I mean, I kind of didn't understand where he was coming into play. With I thought he was going to be a one-trick pony. One, like, just going to be in this one episode with the whole, like, white supremacist group. And he was undercover and all this stuff. He looked I'm, good scruffy, but he looks better with the shade. Right? <laughs> I'm glad he's not a one-trick pony. I mean, yeah. it's obvious he's joining the team. But two years undercover yeah. in that type of organization, like, how do you not lose your mind? Exactly. Well, Ryan did several times undercover, too. I think they mentioned that in season one. Yeah. He has. Right? Like, he's done up. undercover stints, and it messes you up. So, yeah. And the fact that they did give them an immunity shot. From the get-go. Right, yeah. Which kind of made me realize how deep-rung this whole organization is. And even the fact that they found that video of Renway back in the 80s. Like, how long has this been going on, too? You know, that's honestly the one thing I wrote down in terms of questions. Like, what happened to Renway? Because we saw the FBI storm the white supremacist lair and mm-hmm. kind of... But did they go back and then get the company that him. they're connected to? Because mm. they were the ones funding that. And being in control of the vaccine so like are they still going to be at play here because like you said it it ran back through the 80s is this something that's going to continue I feel like I'm just looking for threads well no right. because, yeah. because yeah. I, I'm, I instinctively want a larger thread here and it's yes. like we're not getting one they also had hard evidence that uh, Renway was in fact responsible for yeah so the fact that he called you know and pinpointed them to the location for the soul uh the, ki- the soup kitchen location, mm-hmm. yeah. you know that he's involved, so we need to see that arrest too. But because they didn't, maybe you will get your. Well, it's the same thing with like we kind of had a loose end last episode, and I know that this is kind of going into predictions, but when we were talking about Andrea and people being vulnerable and having that person, like those people that caught Alex in the forest, 
do we know who they were? I know that they were working for the widow, mm-hmm. right. but could it, maybe I'm stretching it too far, maybe I'm trying to find a thread too. <laughs> what if those people are not only involved with the white supremacist group, but also underneath the widow, and the widow is somehow connected to Renway? I'm pretty sure, I can't believe that Chronicle is not going to find some way to connect all of these stories at the end. I feel like I they're going to have to. I believe that they will go out yeah, like that. Yeah, because as much as we love these characters, I don't know that what they have is strong enough to be the only continuous thread throughout this season. Like, yeah. I, I need a larger... Like, because then it's not Quantico. Yeah, the True. stakes have to be mm-hmm. super high. Like, that's how this show kind of runs. It's, it's kind of an adrenaline rush for a little bit. And yeah. I, you know, you buy into that when you watch it. So I'm looking for that. I think it's yeah. going to come. I hope so, because what I loved about the show was the long consistency. Yeah. Uh, the storylines were sometimes drawn out a little far in yeah. the last few yeah. seasons. But it made it different from any other procedural. Yeah, Like, True. there's so many procedurals about, like, FBI or CIA or like cops or whatever else and this there was something so different about Quantico that I loved so much and the characters are keeping that interest for me Mm -hmm. and I I, granted we're only in episode two but I really hope that I'm not stretching it too far and that it is somehow you know what was cool last week we talked about how when Jocelyn and Ryan were in the field she was signing and he kind of wasn't paying attention Mm -hmm. so we were like uh it kind of takes away from the reality of it but I love that on this episode they kind of addressed that language barrier like Mm -hmm. when Shelby was when when Jocelyn was interpreting at the event where Renway was and they they were pulled to the side and Shelby was like well you know I'm not that good at at signs so I don't really know what you're saying so I'm just forcing it because I remember watching it and I was like that's not what she said in my mind I said that but then I thought that maybe I just didn't know what she was saying so I didn't say anything and then she was like you're putting words in my mouth and she's like yeah I don't really know the language so the fact that they addressed it and called it out like truthfully we're not fluent in ASL so there are going to be some signs and some words that we miss mm. and and it, it was very it made it more real it was like yeah. okay this is true this is yeah. I really want you to sign whenever you're like talking about Jocelyn I just think that it's so it's just cool. really hard ah! <laughs> I love it well you also can't see just okay I'll sign. This no, is like, like it's really hard because I have to put my hands in the camera. Sign. Okay, tell me. Wait, before we move on, you guys, yes. we didn't talk about this kiss. Well, almost kiss almost. with Good Ryan call. and Alex. I roll. Tell me hard. about it, Ashley. How'd you feel about <laughs> yeah, the kiss? Yeah, I want to know. I'm, I'm scared to speak because I think the people might hate me. I. Well, I'll speak on it then. I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll be on your First side with all, this, and like, I'll take the wrath. Ryan, you need to kick rocks. Don't ever put your lips on Alex again. <laughs> That's how I'm feeling. Like, Hello. How dare you? Hello. Are you kidding me? And your wife is outside the door. Oh my god. <laughs> that whole scene just showed me how much he really is not over Alex. He's he married not, Shelby because it's the closest thing to Alex. Oh, you're I'm sorry. Near the table. Right. I'm so upset right now. Like, For someone who's so good at going undercover and pretending, homeboy, you are just unhinged when you're in front of Alex. Yes. Like, here's unhinged. Open. Here's the thing. He thought that she was completely knocked out. Yeah, like, what type of rapey Alex, thing is are that? Are you awake? Right? Alex, can you hear me? <laughs> Like ser- no seriously, Stop. he was like when once he got the confirmation that oh she's unresponsive. Let me go in for let me take my <laughs> So we're gonna make Ryan a cheater and a stalker <laughs> and a creepy dude going in for the kids. Harry yeah. brought the perfect comedic relief for yes. me. Did. So you guys were like watching it and being disgusted, and I was trying to point to him because his shadow was there the whole time. <laughs> and he's got that weird, the weird stare. But <laughs> technically, he also was looking out for everyone because yeah. uh, Shelby and. Everyone else was right behind right. him. So he was like, okay, she's up. Like, he waited yeah. for them to have whatever moment it could have been. 
which I'm happy Alex didn't like fall into that. Like she yeah. checked him with Don't that. Don't ever do that again. Harry's, Ooh. I think he's gonna, he's, he's putting that in his pocket. That's gonna come up. I kind of wish Harry and Alex could have something. No. No. Well, I know they no, can. He's like and a bestie. I like I know, them. But like I kinda, they're good friends. I, kinda, I know. Is Harry bi or is he like completely into men? I think he's I think completely he's into men. Yeah. Okay. 100%. Okay. He's going to have a love interest this this season. We need him to get some smooth. What, what if, if McQuig? I was going to say, oh, what if Deep comes no. out the closet? Oh, no. He can't have another one of those. <laughs> he can't. Know. Don't play you him know through that. That's so funny. Because Don't that's, put him through he's that. He's the first person that came to mind and said Deep. Yes. Yeah. The fact that y'all said McQuig, just, I, I'm no, upset. I, no, I'm upset. I didn't say I'm McQuig. sorry. I didn't I'm say McQuig. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. That is not a Because first. that would no, be the biggest no. twist of all. No, we're not. No, going he's there. so oh. into Alex. He's so. In- Did y'all Can see the connection? Yeah, that- oh yes, go. Okay. Because I, you know, I, I want to see it just play out where those two end up hooking up and something forms there, or the show could totally make a twist and have him like stiff arm Alex. And nah. not give her any attention. No. Now make her go back to Ryan. You didn't see that sexual healing look in his eyes. He's ready. <laughs> At this point, uh, yeah. He's I, been in quarantine for two <laughs> years, guys. Keep that in mind. He's like, ooh, pretty woman. Hello. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> At this point, he's into her, and she she doesn't even know yet. Mm, but she knows. Not, not yet, because she was trying to go see game. Gracie. But Ryan picked it up immediately. Oh, yeah. Of course. Of course. Ha, <laughs> ha. It was like alpha dogs sniffing out. Ryan territory. and Mike already don't like each other. They, I think they have a mutual respect after that situation. Well, yes, but like, yeah, they're, they're not. not like, they're Mike not saved like, his life. Yeah. yeah. So mm. okay, all right, I'll you, give him that. I owe you it's like my alpha, life. Who, who's? They were just trying to one up each other, maybe. We all know yeah. this. This romance isn't going to last anyway. He's going to be her toy. She's going to have fun, and it's going to be over. Yeah. And then Ryan's going to get jealous. And then it's gonna. And then there's gonna be a yeah. And then all of it's just gonna go to hell. Ryan's gonna be single at the end of this this season. And then what if Shelby goes to McQuig after the? Because oh no, then Shelby. You know Alex would never go after Ryan after he left Shelby. Before we get into predictions, hop on to the next. Can I ask y'all a question? (laughs) Um, when when Ryan was pleading his case at the at the house with all the cabin, Mm -hmm. and he was talking to what's his Damon. He was talking to Damon, Mm -hmm. and Damon was like, you know. Who, who are you? Where'd you serve? Blah blah blah. And then Ryan was like, "I've I every job I've applied for, I've checked off Caucasian. I could have checked off black, yellow, or blue, but I would have and known I would have got the job, but yeah. I didn't want to do that." Mm-hmm. Was was that a play on like reverse racism? Was yeah. it saying like because I'm be, because I'm a white because I'm a white person, I can't get a job? I, I will say that that is a, an issue, and I think that that's, like, a huge underlying reason why there are so many groups that are starting to come to the forefront. Yeah. I, I think for multiple reasons they're coming to the forefront. Mm-hmm. But because people are so focused on trying to for almost force diversity to an extent, not in a bad way, because, mm-hmm. I mean, I think I, I'm very for it, but I think forcing it in there also ostracizes the other group and pushing them back so that it's almost reverse. Okay. Because I, you're trying to balance the levels, and right now it's skewed, so now you are put you have to push someone down in order to pull someone up. Right. With I, the way that our society is built right now. Mm-hmm. But that's just... Yeah. yeah, I think it's just shedding light on, like, wild, white male fragility. These are straight mm-hmm. white Caucasian men who are used to being the dominant group in society in every way, in education, yeah. in, ju- in the workplace, in whatever space that they occupy, truthfully. Yeah. So I... I think having that little monologue was a, a great moment to kind of establish where those people were. Mm. Um, and to your point, I mean, 
I, I'm, I'm all for diversity. And of I, course. I, yeah. I didn't allow my brain to go that way, which is why I asked the question. But now mm. that I'm thinking about it, this past weekend, I actually had a conversation with a friend guy of mine. Uh, he's in the arts. He's an actor. He's a white guy. And we were, like, having brunch. And we were talking. He was like, you know, I'm for diversity and I'm for the minority. But at this point, I feel like if I am not, if, if I'm not open, if I don't openly express my sexuality, then I won't get a job because I am wow. standard white male. Got because it. they're trying to almost... And, but what yeah. I can say, though, as much as I I told him, I can understand where you are, and I empathize with you, because that has been the story of my life, or our lives, for so long. Yeah. And I, unfortunately, there's there's not any balance. Mm-hmm. Like, before, it was whites on types, anybody else on the bottom, and now mm-hmm. it's like, okay, we want to diversify, diversify, so all minorities on top, whites right. are kind of being left out, yeah. which is still not okay. Yeah. Like, you know yeah. what I mean? It's not okay either way. Yeah. yeah, And the fact that even, like, that's another conversation, too, and I, I don't want to get into it that much, but why is it if we're trying so much to have diversity, why do we even have a check mark, like, a box to check mark? Why is there even a box that you have to have a certain quota of right. anyone? Yeah. To be honest, like, I, I, I've i had to deal with that, too. If there's There was a question that literally said, are you Latino? There was no other race except for, are you Hispanic? And that was in a job application I filled out five years ago. So, like... It is a real thing, whatever race you identify with, I think. And this is where the appreciation for what Quantico is doing season three comes into play because conversations like this come up and we get to go deeper. And maybe it's conversations that we aren't having at home or that we aren't sharing with people with different perspectives. You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? So definitely continue this conversation uh, if you guys are watching or if you happen to watch later. Um, But I guess No, I think that it's great. And I think that this show is just uh, very, very innovative. They had to push the envelope after they got a season two. Yeah. yeah, even just the what we mentioned earlier at the top of the episode, the fact that it was a white terrorist mm-hmm. homegrown cell, because think back, you know, maybe five or six years ago on TV when 24 was still big and a lot of other shows that yes. continuously took the other formula of, like, white FBI agents or whatever uh, U.S. law enforcement group having to stop some sort of Muslim or mm-hmm. foreign-grown terrorist cell that comes to infiltrate us versus it being homegrown yeah. and going that way. So even just taking that perspective on it, I appreciate it with this episode. It brings awareness, it brings conversation, and maybe, hopefully, it brings change. But yeah. um, we don't have much time left. Mm-hmm. Do we have any quick predictions that we want to touch on before we go off? Oh, I thought that was going to sound. We were so no, good at that. You were really oh, good. Just you guys just did it. What do you guys have? I don't know. I think I kind of said mine already with hoping that the like groups are all intertwined. That's kind of mine, too. Okay. What's, like, ha- yeah. what's hard about predictions at this point is right now the episodes seem very individual mm-hmm. yeah they're individualized yeah, yeah. so no we don't really know what's gonna happen next the only thing we can really predict is Alex and Ryan or Shelby yeah, and right. Ryan or McQuig at this point um but I I want to say I love that 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 deep it brought the Indian flavor and he even yeah. spoke the language so yeah. they're still doing that thing with the language which I love so now I'm gonna go google the word yeah, yeah. I, what was the word I forgot oh, it, okay. was thank, right. it was thank, thank you, you. 
I think that there's going to be uh, more characters introduced. Starting How off, big is this team going to get? See, that's the thing. <laughs> Quantico before was like a ton of people, and then it gradually got smaller, and this time they kind of started small, and I think it's going to gradually get bigger. That's beautiful. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. that's, I love that's it. All prediction. the colors, all the soup, all, all of it. Bring it all it together. Yes. Like our lips. Yes. The colors of the way. The, the different <laughs> colors. We should change up the lip color every week. We should. Yeah, I like fun. it. Lips and leather. Lips and leather. I love yes. it. And um, I know we didn't include too much news, but go check out Andy Cohen because Priyanka Chopra, our girl, was on there tonight. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go watch that after this. And but apparently think- she oh. spilled some tea about the royal wedding. Ooh. Ooh. So, oh, what does she know? Of course because, she's invited. Because, of course. Oh. Because apparently her and Megan are, are like BFFs. Oh, oh, yes. I think I did see that in a People article. Yeah. Her and Megan are just made me really excited. It's coming up, guys. May 19th. Oh, my Count goodness. Down. Okay. Countdown. Yikes. All right, guys. Well, thank you so much. I know we kind of went all <laughs> over the place, but we hope you guys enjoyed the conversation. Continue the conversation, like she said, down below. Give us comments, suggestions, critiques. Yeah. We appreciate all of it. Like it, subscribe. And again, my name is Candace Cruz. You can find me on all my social media at Candace R. Cruz. And it's Elena here. You can follow me on all social platforms at Hey underscore Slay. Hey guys, it's Ashley Allen here. You can find me on all social media at Ashley Reed Allen. And I'm your girl, Christine Alexis. You can find me all over social media at Christine Bean. All right, and we'll see you guys next, next time. Bye. Bye. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later! The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principal.